Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 4th November, 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 107, verse 8, and it says, Oh, that men would praise or give thanks unto the Lord for his goodness or loving kindness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. So, friends, we finally come to the day that we all look forward to, Friday, and everybody's had their shout of TGIF, thank God it's Friday, the weekend is near, and party time will soon begin. Some of us in my area will also proclaim, thank God the so-and-so fog is also gone. Yes, friends, that fog was with us all over the southern half of the province yesterday with scattered patches of sunshine occurring during the afternoon hours. But you know what? That frustrating and oh-so-dangerous fog came back last night and was there until the early hours of the morning. Thankfully, though, it seems to be all dissipated now, and we are blessed with wonderful, cloudless sunshine. All glory to God for his goodness to the children of men. And you know what? As we are on that point of God's goodness or loving kindness to mankind, I guess it's only wise to check out some scripture on the subject. And the most recognizable is that verse from Psalm 107. Oh, that men would praise or give thanks unto the Lord for his goodness, that's loving kindness, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And why is that it? Eh? The psalmist was there pondering and recollecting all the good things that the Lord had done for his people. That's the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he found that verse so important that he inserted it three times in the psalm. Before that first time, he was talking about how they wandered in the wilderness, hungry and thirsty with nowhere to go and no one to help them. But then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses, and he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city of habitation. And that comes from 107, 6-7. And it's certainly goodness and mercy on God's part to the disobedient, and unfaithful children of men, for which we ought to be thankful. Now, let's read what the psalmist says after that first time. He writes, For he satisfied the longing soul, and filled the hungry soul with goodness, such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, in other words, prisoners, because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned or despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. But again, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise or give thanks unto the Lord for his goodness 
or loving kindness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And that part comes from Psalm 107, 9 to 15. Now, my people, does not give us cause to sit up and think about our own problems or wandering in the deserts of futility and arrogance about our disobedience to God's word and therefore living in the shadow of death, in darkness, prisoners of Satan, bound by the chains of affliction and sin. It certainly ought to. Just look around at our lawlessness now. Our lawless, unruly, selfish, arrogant, strife-filled world. And you will certainly see a reflection of the days of Israel's lawlessness and ungodliness. When they got too big for their britches and found themselves in trouble of their own making. And it's the same thing happening with us today. We've gotten so big for our, with our fickle and faithless selves that we are even attempting to throw God out of our, our society. Huh. What gall, what stupidity. As though the awesome deity that created the world and all therein would ever allow his creation. That's foolish minions that he created with his own two hands to remove him from his universe. Eh? Huh. What's wrong with us, eh, people? Tell me now. Can't we see that right down through history, every nation, every society that ever tried to overthrow or get rid of God was itself overthrown? As we are wont to say in jest, but ought to take very seriously, they met their maker, and that's the gospel truth. We all have to meet our maker at some stage of the game either now in disobedience or the judgment seat of Christ when the Lord is ready to dispense final judgment. And I believe the next few verses of the psalm before the third use of our bit will help to wake us up from our foolish and sinful slumber. So please read, understand, and inwardly digest with me now. For he had broken the gates of brass that's bronze, and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat or food, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and blessed them and deliver them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise or give thanks unto the Lord for his goodness or his loving kindness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing, that's joyful singing. And that comes from Psalm 107, 16 to 22. Now, my supposed faithful believers in Christ, if that doesn't wake us up and make us take a good look at our individual and societal lives and cause us to make the necessary changes, then we certainly deserve whatever harms to us in Satan's evil world. As the psalmist said back there in verse 20, 
The Lord sent his word. That's both Jesus, who is considered the word, and also his word. That's the gospel of Christ to save us. But again, we have free choice to choose what we will. Please remember, though, that there are serious consequences attached to the wrong choice. So we'd better get wise and make the right one right now. For there's no time to dilly-dally since Jesus' return is imminent. And once he returns or we die, there's no second chance. And for those of us who have chosen to serve the Lord, let's go home imploring the Lord's mighty help through our Friday chant, because that's the only sensible option available to us in these turbulent and very trying times. All together now, oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough, what with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the several viruses and all many other problems are causing. We can't seem to fix them on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the viruses and the simmering unrest in our land. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm, the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you'll use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land that's threatening to boil over as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And friends, with that prayer comes the duty to turn our lives around in the name of Christ and truly become the faithful believers we just promised to be. Much love. And the postscript for today says, only through Christ Jesus can the goodness, the loving kindness of the Father be accessed. And that's the gospel truth. Because there is no way to the Father but through Christ. So please let's get there now. Let's get to Christ. Love him. Keep him in our hearts. Live the way he wants us to live so that we can access the goodness and loving kindness of the Father. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.